Welcome to the Fandemic Presents Prevenge of the Nerds. This is episode 33 and a half, I guess. There we go. We are your one-stop podcast. Every week, we are going to give you all the things to level up your awesome. For starters, we will give you the war report, which we did a couple days ago. That's right, the What's Awesome report. You heard it here. Next, we're going to move into Prevenge of the Nerds. All right, this is about the stories that could have led to your favorite movies, TV shows, and so much more. It might be a list. It might be a pitch. One thing for sure, your awesome will be leveled due to this. And if you buy my book, Leveling Up My Awesome. <laughs> then, plug, plug. Oh, there, there will be many, many more. <laughs> plug, shameless plug. <laughs> then, typically, we would go into our verse mode, but something big kind of happened in the in the realm of nerdum with this Warner Brothers Discovery Plus. There's some goods, maybe not so many goods, but there are a lot of things happen that I feel like we need to talk about, and that's going to replace the verse mode today brian how are you sir i am golden sir i cannot wait to level up some awesomeness and you know what maybe we even get a little mischievous here yet today so brian did you hear that there's a new competitive sport in the world of camping really what is the sport called well it's it's just intense wow You know what? Normally, I love me a good dad joke, but that one hurt. That one, you know, that one, you know, you're my brother from another mother. You're my tag team partner. But, bro, yo, I mean, we're trying to be the Legion of Doom here. You just made it made, made us the Bolsheviks. Like, you took us down a couple notches, okay? We, dude, we might be the ding-dongs at this point. Like, that one, that right. one hurt. That one hurt, but, you know. I always saw myself as a bushwhacker, you know? I mean. You know, okay, you could be Luke, I'll be Butch. I have no wow, did you love that I could still name them? Okay, yes. So for those folks that don't know, listen, when you watch wrestling as a kid, it'll never leave your head. It'll yep. never leave your head. Absolutely. And as it shouldn't, because those were the my favorite days of wrestling anyway. Yes, yes, yes. By the way, Vincent Man, now that you're unemployed, if you're looking for something to do, you can't you we welcome you to come on the podcast. You can be our third member. Yeah, you can level up your awesome, just like leveling up my awesome is now available on Amazon. But unfortunately, Vince, we do not have paralegals. Hey, uh... <laughs> oh, good job, sir. That and I just... feel like this is going to be an ongoing thing. Please don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Everything yeah. that you've done. Yes. Oh, buddy. So, is anything... Uh... Wait, everything he's done? Ooh. Okay, see, I think you made... See, your your unintentional shade was worse than my intentional shade. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. You have to make like a shade a meter, I think, for some of these. Oh, you uh, Yes. I think I can do that. I yes, we're going to figure that out. shade. Uh, the shade. Okay. So, I finally finished Sandman. Beautiful. And we were talking about it a little bit. We, we're not going to get into it because I think we're, we need to put a whole episode yes. towards the Sandman because yes. the awesome on that show was a lot. That was. You know what? Uh, for a show that no one should be sleeping on, <laughs> it, it is it is a Sandman. Uh, or, or as I now call it, Sandman. 
making the cure look cool. Ooh. <laughs> and that that is honest advertising brought to you by Brian S. Denny. <laughs> <laughs> It, the statement is what the cure wish they look like. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> right. No, no, I'm the inspiration. Oh, mm, yeah. Maybe that is the cure's dream. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I, I will say, because similar to with an ever ending story, like, should the movie ever end it? Since the movie, and we'll talk more about again, mm-hmm. Sandman, but since it did take place in the, in the endless. Should it have stopped at ten episodes? I I don't I, think so. I, I feel like you there's, know there's the, definitely more. I feel like the actors and actresses should just have to film forever. Like yeah, agree, agree. Yes, yeah. yeah. And honestly, this is proof again. There is great power in writing. Uh, uh, you know. But uh, by the way, Neil Gaiman, folks at Netflix. Before we 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 dive deep into this at a future show, if you can work in some way to get Keanu Reeves just for like a two second cameo, yeah, that would be great. Uh, and I uh, okay. What real, real, the only question about Sandman that I do want to ask Alfred before we record again is which version of Maze do you prefer, Sandman oh. version or Lucifer version? Dude, um, that is an unfair question. However, I will take the Sandman version over. That is your the... favorite Mazagine? Yeah, man. That man, she just looked amazing. Now, now the Mazakine from the Lucifer show, she was as good as mm-hmm. she could be. Mm-hmm. Um, however, man, with that face, the face scar and everything. Dude. Yeah, completely different. It, it definitely more true to the comic version. Yeah. In in the or graphic novel version in yeah. this, but um, and did you spot us? Uh, as I know, we're getting ready for House of Dragons. Did you catch the Game of Thrones reference in 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 Hell? Uh, no. Which the where, person which... that played Lucifer also played Brian Lady... Tarth. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, so that was fu- my... yes. Funny thing about that is that so wife and I are rewatching all of Game right. of Thrones. Right, right, right. And we actually just got to the episode that introduces. Brianna Tarth. Okay. Uh, just last night. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So it was like yes. perfect. However, my my wife has not watched Sandman. Um, okay. She will. She <laughs> absolutely will. <laughs> I love the fact. Have you ran this by her? Uh, not um, yet. Not yet. So yes. honey, I, I mean, if you really don't want yeah. to, that's fine. But I I, yep. I really think you'll like it. Yes. And also another thing, another honest in advertising, Sandman, how you can do quality shows without hero gasm. I was speechless, man. Very, very good because it's one hundred percent true. Holy cow, that show was amazing. I will uh, never buy a leather jacket again. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, buddy. All right. Well, let's okay. talk. What are we talking about, and why are we talking about it? All right. So I was contacted from one of our listeners who states that uh, they and their daughter absolutely to the podcast pretty weekly, and. Uh, we got a request from my kid, actually, asking us to revisit the show and the character of Loki. So we have a listener out there by the name of Odin. Legitimately, real name is Odin, um, That we'll, which we will have to absolutely give some love to with this. Absolutely. But uh, um, Ashley is a huge, Loki is their favorite, favorite character from 
the Marvel Universe, love the show, love the movies, and just goes, you know, can you fellas talk a little bit about the show, which obviously the show, we got to be in close to season two at this point, mm-hmm. but we'll revisit the show, but also just talk larger about the character, uh, because the character obviously had a large uh, life, uh, yeah. like, has always been alive, kind of. Live, uh, I guess. Live, yes. So we'll definitely talk more about it from the lens of the MCU, but we might talk about some comic stuff. But Loki's also, I think, for most people, when you look at the quote-unquote villains, if you're going to go there with him, I think he's most uh, uh, MCU fan character's favorite quote-unquote mm-hmm. bad guy. Uh, Tom Hiddleston gets a lot of love from a lot of people. Uh, I just wish I had his voice for one day. Just right? wish I could, you know, like like he he could go he could go and order Taco Bell and just just like just make it sound smooth. You right. know, uh, which that again is honest advertising <laughs> by Brian S. Dennis. Okay, so yeah, so that's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna unpack, dive a little bit into look at the show, look at the character, and then as you said, we're gonna wrap things up by talking about the Warner Brothers uh, DC merger, or some people are call it comic apocalypse. Did you like <laughs> that, sir? I love that, and that's a pretty accurate man. I, I have some thoughts on that, but now. Now uh, let's let's get right back into that Loki. Uh, let's talk about that about it before the show. So, sure. uh, what happened to lead into the show, uh, Loki season one, which is probably one of the best series. I, yes. I wouldn't say it's the my favorite, right? But I mean, it's it's definitely up there. It's probably my top. It's three. held up. I've I've revisited a few times, mm-hmm. and it's held up again. Uh, and 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 really. Uh, looking at, at being, you know, shows, and again, it kind of was with the phases. We started. It really was uh, that, along with obviously WandaVision. They were the first two Disney Plus series, so they were the ones that really took the things that happened in the movie franchise, especially the aftermath of Endgame, and showed, you know, from a couple different ways of how the 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 resolution of of again in game how that affected the MCU and now we're seeing where now we're where where we saw uh characters and storylines launching the movies and land in the series now we're seeing the network launching storylines that are gonna really sound like they're gonna continue and wrap up in the movie. So again yeah. Disney Plus gotta give you credit for doing that seamless transition. So yes. So we start off with Loki and actually uh, hanging out with his, uh, what he originally thought was his brother, uh, Thor, in the movie, dun da da Thor, right? What? Or, really? Yes. <laughs> well, or, or, if he, or if the movie is renamed by one Tony Stark, point break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you hear that they're redoing uh, Roadhouse with Jake Gyllenhaal? I, for I have, but I'm half fingers crossed for a point break remake with Chris Hemsworth. Like we need that. Like, yeah. like, you know, I mean RP to Patrick Swayze. I think I think Keanu by the way, Keanu, after that latest Matrix movie, you owe us agree. You owe your fans a new point break. I, I either want I either want that or I want Keanu Reeves to be a new Shaggy in an updated Scooby Doo action movie. <laughs> well I mean yeah. Bro, bro. <laughs> I mean come on he's got <laughs> I mean John Wick is partly scooby-doo right i mean i mean he, or or they could do how about this one? Oh god we have again tangent a john wick inspired 
uh, a Scooby Doo episode where where something happens to Scoob, oh. and you know, see Shaggy go full full on dark. You know? <laughs> or maybe maybe what happens is that um, that uh, Shaggy's really good friend Velma, her show gets canceled from WB. And yes. so he goes on a they go on a rampage and they just kill everybody. Yes, that's what you know. Uh, Shaggy finds out what Daphne Velma and Fred were really doing when him and Scoot were out <laughs> running around from old from old Cutler's uh, ghost. That's yeah. what happens. Like, wait a minute, Fred, really, Fred, really, both, really, both, really, yeah. dude, really. Yeah. Okay, all right, sir. Uh, okay, so all right, so usually we give our common family family. Everybody got to ask you this. Uh, okay, so every, growing up, most most little boys, we had to pick Belmar or Daphne. Who were you? Daphne. It was a redhead man. Belmar, <sighs> Velma, the nerdy. It was it was the bookish thing. <laughs> Rob, Rob. Yeah. Ruby do we do? Yeah. for you. Yeah. My fan fiction had Jinkies being used in a whole other context. All right. <laughs> okay. So now moving us back to Loki. All right. Which. Velma is actually also Hawkeye's wife. So yes. there we go. We just brought it back to Marvel. Or Mockingbird, right? Agent 42, right? Yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. I still want to see that. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, she. they've got to. I mean, yeah. and again, they took so much. And I'm glad to see them do it again. Another 10, then we get back to Loki. They took so much of the dynamic between Hawkeye and, and Mockingbird and put that into Hawkeye and Black Widow. That I like the fact that they are kind of going back and bringing her in. Yeah. Um. Uh. And we'll, I'm sure we'll get some fight scenes. And you know, um. Uh. Yeah. Now I kind of go. You know, they talk about that one. That one meme you see in Endgame. Well, after Endgame, when 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 Wong goes, "What do you want more?" And you see all the all the defenders kind of like just standing around, like, "What about us?" Right. Like, you know. And we could have used Luke Cage. We could have used. You know, uh, uh, everybody but Iron Fist. But I'm like, well, where was Agent 42? You know, was she just hanging out with? The, I mean, she she got brought back. She called Hawkeye. Like mm-hmm. at that point, it would have been like, hey, you know, a suit up, get here as quick as you can. Right. right. Kids will be fine. That they, you know, they're just been gone for five years. Yes. My one call BS moment in Endgame, and we we'll get to Loki, is if you see that scene where Thanos' ship uh, 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 shoots at the compound. How does Ant-Man survive that? I get how the others were further back. You could say, you know, they didn't get the full blast, but come on. Ant-Man, that's it. Even if he, he did not shrink, he did not have time, that was a full-on and by the way, if he shrunk, then the blast of mass is still mass, right? Mm-hmm. So he still would have, you know, so that's the only BSL call is Ant-Man should have went the way of, you know, well, an ant. Well, and, yeah. I have an answer for you, Brian. I would love to see you talk out of this one. What do you got? The answer is because that's the way it was written in the script. Yes. Yes. And I have an even other, I have a better one than that. If Paul Rudd dies, we riot. I mean, I think that Paul Rudd, if he dies, don't we all die? I mean, he has like the secret to to, like, like. I think Paul Rudd is an infinity stone. I think it's not. He may be the time stone. Right. He really may be. I yeah. think Paul Rudd is the ancient one. Ooh, I like you know? that. I like that you a know? lot. I, yeah. I think, you know, forget old chick from Narnia. I think that really <laughs> is, uh, I really think Paul Rudd is uh, the ancient one. All right. I like okay, it. Loki. Okay, so back to uh, the original Thor where we see the interest of 
Thor, and at that point in time, Loki, Odin's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, they live in Asgard. They're out there defending the Nine Realms and just doing the bromance along the way. So they they plunder, they pillage, they hang with the maidens, they get drunk, and they just have a jolly good time of it all until, like every good family drama, we realize that your daddy is not your real daddy. All right. Next time on Maury. In the in this case of fifteen thousand euro uh Loki Odin's son. Odin uh uh Odin I can't think of Odin's real name right I can't think of Odin's last name right darn it. Odin Wednesday you are not the father. Okay. So Bradley, who is your favorite Odin? Is it uh Anthony uh Hopkins or Ian McShane? Um Anthony Hopkins, Ian McShane. I, I I like him better as the bad guy, right? Well, he wasn't He's, that good as Odin. Come on, no, he wasn't that nice. Yeah, but man, I mean, like, I like when I think of Ian McShane, I think of Deadwood, and I think of sure. uh, uh, of uh, of John Wick, mm-hmm. and and I just like, yeah, that's so that's where my brain goes, and I, maybe because of, like my my brain is just a. Uh, is more familiar with with uh anthony hopkins uh sure, portrait. sir sir anthony hopkins yes, yes sir yes sir <laughs> but yes what about you sir um uh, i like sir anthony hopkins definitely i had a lot of hope for american guys great first season i don't know what happened <laughs> season two it just it just fell flat it just didn't connect as well what this might be one of those shows i also will revisit at some point mm-hmm. um um but yeah just uh, but that so anyway back to odin and of course well my favorite odin is our listener odin who asked us to talk a bit about loki all right so wouldn't your favorite odin shouldn't that be your friend odin yes Yes, I Odin. Do. You are my. You are my yes. favorite Odin. Yes. Odin. Odin. You are the number one Odin of all. You time. are number one. Yes. Yes. You. You are the Odin of all Odins. You know that is correct. You, right. you are the real life Odin. So we get the example where Loki comes up, and, and through the through the plot of the original Thor movie, we realize that Loki realizes he is actually not uh, an Asgard. He actually is a frost giant, and so he finds the cradle, which covers with holes kind of the heart of the Frost Giants when he's exposed to it. Uh, we realize that instead of him being a very tall Asgardian, he has, is the runt of a bunch of Frost Giants. Uh, so, like any great uh, uh, coming home tale, he goes home, finds his people, and decides that, you know what, I don't want to be my father. I want to be better than either of my fathers. And like any good butthurt young Asgardian with the power of mischief and magic, he plots to take over the world and proves, as he proves throughout every uh, time he gets to interact with Thor, he's just flat out smarter mm-hmm. than Thor. Um, so we wind up seeing him uh, uh, really manipulate Thor, where Thor, uh, again, uh, create breaks a truce that Asgard had with the Frost Giants that causes Thor to be uh, hurled to Earth and loses his hammer and his power. Because you know what? If you take away a man's hammer, what really is left? Yeah. And I wonder, I just wonder, would uh, with both Kat Dennings and uh, Natalie Portman been as enthralled with him if he would have just said, ladies, I left my hammer. 
Because we all know Thor is nothing <laughs> if he's not putting the hammer down. The hammer down. Want me to put the hammer down? Yeah. Stop. Okay. It's hammer time. <laughs> I have many. That's been a theme at work that the hammer, the hammer pads. Right, cool. right. Yeah. So for all my coworkers, yes, yes, I know. And no, you will not see the pictures. So yes. are you saying that you can't touch this? I am saying I may be too legit to quit. I think we need a new game. How many nineties references can we can we pack into an episode of of the podcast? Too much pressure. Too much pressure. <laughs> By the way, someone someone's got to know if enough nineties references to kind of keep like a, a a clicker going. Right. So uh, you're under yeah. pressure. Absolutely. So yeah, yes, yeah. we we will. We, yeah, we would not do that. Okay. By the way, I, I'm here. So it also under pressure, which was ripped off by Vanilla Ice for Ice Ice Baby. So there's yeah. another one. Yes. So we'll keep going there. All right. Yeah. All right. So we. So so Loki again. For I don't know about you, Brad. Loki's always been one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. in the comics and outside because because what we see in his again his personification is. He's as well for as well for the gods that the Asgardians and that realm represent. He's not the strongest. He's not the fastest. He's not the biggest. Uh, he's not the most handsome. He's not even necessarily the char- most charming or the nicest. He is the most cutting. So he's the god of mischief, which really means he knows how to get the things done. So we see him at the end of, of Thor. Uh, falling through uh, uh, the bridge, it seems that Loki passes away. Until like all great MC movies do, MCU movies do, they give us that last end scene where we see Loki on the other side influencing uh, our buddy Eric Selvig and finding it very interesting. The Tesseract, which we know eventually is the Space Stone, so. Next, we see our buddy Loki as we fast forward to dun, 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 the Avengers. And what better villain, what better big bad are you going to have in the first Avengers film than Loki? Before they give us Thanos, before they give us the one that remains, before we get to Doctor Doom or Magneto, hopefully, they gave us Loki. They gave us the OG person that we're going to really root for or root against. And in the words of Captain America, there's only one God. He doesn't dress like that. So we get to see our buddy Loki uh, coming in with the staff, which we've learned later on, holds the Mind Stone, hanging out with our buddy Thanos and attempting to, again, take over the world as every good megalomaniac does. Very good. And let's get on to the show because the show was so amazing. Yes, sir. Um, now the show was, uh, Owen Wilson, uh, was yes. fantastic. He's got a new show comes out pretty soon on Paramount plus as well. Uh, secret something. I don't know. It's so, like some sort of superhero type thing, but anyway, <clears throat> he's Mobius Loki's Loki and several other people are Loki as well. Yes. More Loki all the time. And more is better in this including, case. Including an alligator. And alligator Loki was pretty freaking fantastic. And it pretty much broke the internet. <laughs> yeah. So, again, if we go back to the, again, pre pre the show, you know, we get Loki in the original Avengers movie mm-hmm. where, again, we learn that he is a tiny god. We then next see Loki in uh, uh, Thor uh, Thor 2, where, again, he appears 
to die. We then see Thor, we did see him reappear in Thor Ragnarok, where again in each of the of the Thor Bill movies, he I feel he steals more and more of the films. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, I mean, I mean, there's so many great one-liners. Again, Hiddleston does a great job mm-hmm. with those excellent writing. He's very quick. Um, I mean, just anytime you got to see. Hemsworth, Banner, and Loki is kind of all in there together. Uh, that moment where he, you know, kind of raises triumphantly to save the Asgardian people. And uh, the, again, we get Ragnarok, which eventually destroys, um, you know, nothing, nothing good happens when you put a skull and a crown of a, of a god on, a, on an eternal flame. Is this burden <laughs> any... That's the one flaw in that movie. They have so many references to the Eternal Flame. How do you not just, when they're in New York, how do you not have them walk past a karaoke bar and someone is singing the Bengals Eternal Flame? Right. How do you not just somehow just give us that little that little bit. That's such a great movie. That's I mean, my only thing. Like, how do you not just have that in there? Because they're all walking like an Egyptian. Duh. <laughs> Yes. Oh God. Or maybe, maybe. I mean, we're recording on a Wednesday, but you know, a couple of days ago it was Manic Monday. Ooh. Yes. Oh. Do we have a cameo? Oh yeah. I, apparently, she's a cat today. I heard a yow. I heard. Yeah, I hear yeah. the yow. Yes. Want to talk? We're live on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch. Meow. Say hi. I love how how high is getting higher and higher pitched, by the right. way. Right. Do, do you want the headphones for a minute? No. No? Okay. All right. What you doing, kiddo? I want your kinds of stuff. Oh, that is probably something you shouldn't say when you're live on the internet. What stuff of your sisters did you go through? Her coloring book. Oh, okay. What coloring book? She had it in one of her drawers in her room, her old stuff. That's what I went through. Probably shouldn't go through a lot of the stuff in her drawers. Yeah. All right, kiddo. All right. All right. Well, why don't you say bye? Princess Leia, that is generally good words to live by. Just don't go through people's drawers. Yep. You may you may see things you, you never. Yes. Um, um, I, I made the mistake of going through my parents' drawers one day because my mom was a teacher and mm-hmm. my dad worked construction. So during the summer, I'll be home. She'll be off. Uh, doing like summer activities and he'd be working of course and I decide oh there's this drawer what is this and I thought in my uh, seven-year-old brain yeah that uh, these were like the world's slipperiest water balloons (laughs) and I and I couldn't quite understand (laughs) that why it was so hard for me to hold and, and manage the water balloons and um um, <laughs> to, oh. to see the to see the look on my mother's face, and she was the first one to come home as me and my friends are outside playing with. I like these are so cool. They come in little packages for us to like for every one of them. And you know, I hope you don't mind. We're playing water balloons, and you know, they. <laughs> I will tell you, Bradley. These 
water balloons were sturdy. They didn't break mm. easily. So, you know, again, if we're, look, if we're looking for additional sponsorship, we can talk offline for a company uh, called Rojan. Uh, yeah. That was yeah. really quality material even uh. back in the in the early 90s you know, in the 80s actually and um yeah so for all of so when i when she pulled up and all the neighbors who are falling over <laughs> like with uh like yeah my mom's name is dot r.i.p to my mother mm-hmm. dot yeah those are great water balloons and um yes yes um oh. yeah yeah hey we we helped them fill them i bet you did so yeah, so uh, again, the the joys, of, <laughs> oh, the innocence that we had in the '80s. So yeah, so Princess Leia, please, 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 don't go through anyone else's drawers, okay? Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a conversation I'm gonna have to have a little later. <laughs> be like, yeah, probably let's uh, stick to your own drawers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much in life, you that's know, we good. talk we talk a lot about staying in our own lanes. Uh, uh-uh. hey, prevent of the nerds. We teach you to stay in your own drawers. The more you know. Okay. All right. So we get past. Uh, we get past Avengers. We get uh, past as we get past the Thor at that point in time trilogy, and then we get to the first uh, uh, of the two of the of the two final Avengers movies as of right now. We get to uh, 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 Infinity War, where Loki was the first casualty of the Affinity War, and one of the few times that Thanos was proven wrong, he said that Loki would not be resurrected. However, as long as there's a writer in space, these things can happen. And Loki was resurrected, which leads us to the series. A variant of Loki is brought back and is eventually found by the time cops, the time continuum, while they are there to manage the almighty timeline. And that is where we get the interest of Loki, Mobius, and so many, many more. Very, very good. We have some messages out here from the land of Facebook. Do we? Yes, we do. All right. So, Darren... Uh, yes, you are right. Uh, my awesomeness has been leveled up. He says Bradley is a god, and asks how everybody is. Uh, I did just Wait, watch Brad- Bradley. Bradley's a god. You know. Yeah. Wait, I'm kind of a what, big what, deal. What the hell am I? I mean, you're the other half of the our godhood. No, uh, no, 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 I don't want you to drag me along the godhood. Wait, wait, wait no, we can't keep orders. No, no, he didn't say Brad and Brian are gods. That Brad is a god. So yeah. what does that make me? You know what? No, fine, no, no. fine. You can have your God. That's why they are I'll just be one of the endless, okay? Because because yeah. we're told they are beyond gods. So there. Guess, how's that? Okay, cool. Like, so who has the better beard, though? I mean, like, you know, you know, some of us have to compensate for facial with facial hair. <laughs> who has I mean, the better? Who has the better overall hair? If you want right? to go there, sir. <laughs> right. Okay. I mean, I you're can, t- you're twin brothers with Shamar Moore. I mean, like, I mean, yeah, and I'm definitely gonna have the same nipples of Ryan Gosling. So right. yeah, all right. I mean, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, please. And, and, and Will Ferrell once tried to milk you. Shamar, Will, Ryan, please, 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 please don't sue me. I'm such a fan. Please. <laughs> uh, Place Beyond the Pines, one of my favorite movies ever. Please just don't. (laughs) You know, Black Twitter, Illuminati, just please. Just no. Okay. Awesome. Also, Eric Gump, buddy, brother, brother from the Air Force. How is it going? 
Uh, we're all doing pretty good here. I got a question for you guys. What is your favorite appearance of Loki in the movies or in the show? What about you, Brian? My favorite appearance of Loki, honestly, is my absolute favorite scene of his. It has to go back to uh, Thor Ragnarok, and it's a scene where they're on uh, uh, Sakaar, and we get the, the the fight scene between uh, Thor and Banner, Thor and Hulk. And when Thor grabs, uh, excuse me, when Hulk grabs Thor by the leg and whacks him on the ground multiple times, when a shot-for-shot remake of the way that uh, Hulk slammed Loki, and just to see Loki get so excited and go, that's how it feels, was just (laughs) phenomenal. Right? Just phenomenal. Yeah, man. Like, uh, Loki, I think, is probably, probably, I can't talk, probably one of the best developed characters in all the MCU so far. I mean, as a general rule, they do great casting, but his, I mean, his is just, fantastic i mean yeah. just it's perfect absolutely perfect yeah so uh what's your favorite episode like what's your what's your favorite loki or what's your favorite episode of loki my personal favorite episode of loki is actually um the sixth one where we get um where uh he that where he is really so you can't talk about loki i talk about the best of the variants after, after the uh, alligator, it was the alligator crocodile after the reptilian Loki. So, do you know um, how to tell the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? I, was, I used to know this. I know you were talking about it in the show. What's the How do you tell so, the difference? One will see you in a while, and one will see you later. After a while, or we'll see you later. Yeah, I, I walk right in. <laughs> uh, don't I walk too close to that one. It might hurt. I just okay. Uh, right. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. dad jokes are. I don't know if you're going to over dad joke, but I think we're getting there, man. I think we're getting Okay. We're going to OD, ODJ, yeah, uh, over dad 80s joke. and 90s reference and dad jokes. Yes, I mean, you know, just, was... Yeah, just wow. All right. So, but I do like, but you can't talk about the Loki show without talking about Sylvie, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, the, the the great variant there. Uh, and as they pointed out, uh, as Moby's points out greatly, you know, think about the arrogance that the only person Loki can authentically love is himself. Um mm-hmm. But you have that great scene as they are really he we we've never seen him be the one that's just, is the one talking about sentiment. He uses that phrase a lot in all the movies. Sentiment. He's used that to show weakness, people having weakness. And you see him really having the sentiment of really wanting Sylvie to just stop. You know, knowing that, you know, her 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 lust for revenge is going to quite possibly end the universe, but the multiverse. Uh in and, and this is really the first time we actually delve way before uh Spider-Man No Way Home, definitely way before Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. This is where we really start getting the discussion of the multiverse and um uh uh just to stop. Uh, that was probably my favorite uh, episode. But throughout the series, we saw Loki, number one, bring a lot of humor. We saw them, as much as you could humanize, oh, God, uh, him really starting to find himself that he didn't want to be bad. And obviously, there's a great there's great scenes there also where he has to, where he is confronted with the, with the death <laughs> of uh, his mother, well, Rene yeah. Russo's character uh, in Friga, and how that also played out as well. Yeah, man, um, I, I love that character so bad, so much. I think Tom Hiddleston was the best thing that ever happened to that character. Uh, mm. I mean, 
even even in the comics. Now, have you seen Thor: Love, Love and Thunder yet? I have yet to see Love and Thunder. Okay, so there is a really great uh, reference to Loki in the show or in the movie, mm-hmm. um, and, and I, it's not really a spoiler. It's a tattoo that Thor has on his back. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. I want to give another shout out to Brian Thorpe, sir. Welcome to the pandemic. And did you notice that Loki, among his other garb, he is truly the god of um, horns. <laughs> yeah. All right, Brian. All right, buddy. Uh, so what else about Loki did you want to talk about? Well, my question is, and we've got some folks listening in, is where do you see the character going next? So again, so we've seen the character arc of, you know, first he is really kind of that petulant sport manipulative character in the first thor and then between uh avengers and thor and the thor dark world we see him really kind of the villain uh we see a little bit of humanizing him when we get to ragnarok we see obviously his at least initial i mean he dies multiple times but the closest to the actual true death the still something from true blood uh in uh infinity war and then we see him brought back with the things that have at least a variant and end game. And then we see him actually fall in love in the series. Mm-hmm. So now similar to there's a few characters that are like this, like with the upcoming uh, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp and the, uh, and quantum mania. And he, that he, who shall, he, who, he, who remains AKA King, the conqueror, what happens with Loki next in your opinion, sir? I think he's gonna come back to the MCU. I think it'll. I think it's gonna happen through Kang, uh, and I. I think that it'll probably be during. Uh, well, either Secret Wars or King Dynasty or King Dynasty. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I have my theories, but that I think we talked about it on the podcast already. I mean, we talked about the what the what what the King King uh, uh, Dynasty equivalent was in the comics and sure. how it could kind of work into Secret Wars as well. And I think Secret Wars is going to be multiple parts. I think it's going to be at least yes. two, two yes. to three parts. I think, and then once that's going to be done, we'll go back to our six one six. All right. But, but yeah, I, I think they're working on bringing him back. Uh, and and he's you know he's an anti hero, uh, and I mean one of the best characters has come out of the MCU. So, uh, and I Thor can't do everything. I I would really love to see a Thor and Loki reunion in yes. some way. Well, we do know that a Loki is our favorite Disney princess, mm-hmm. but then yeah. secondly is when rating witches in the MCU. So you have uh, Agatha Harkness, mm-hmm. you have the Scarlet Witch, aka Wanda Maximoff, and obviously, as Thor told us in Thor Ragnarok, he does dress like a witch. Who is your favorite witch, Loki? Agatha or Wanda Maximoff. Wanda Maximoff, man, the I the I I really wish she would have said three words in in um in the the uh, um Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and that was no more mutants. So close, so close. If they had done that, if they'd have done it, just probably a. A year or two from now, she probably could have done the line. Yeah. Um, um, which again, you know, I obviously don't buy that. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen is done. Uh, mm-hmm. I think she definitely, at least a version. 
Mm-hmm. You know, uh, maybe we get the 838 version, which, I mean, there's definitely space for that. Uh, I don't believe she's actually gone. Um, so, um, and again, don't forget, somewhere around there, we've got we've got Paul Bettany as a lost amnesiatic albino again. That's kind of his brand, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> just kind of. By the way, how do you not find, like, a six-foot-four pure white android that's flying through the sky. Like, how has no one seen him? I, I mean, he comes and goes in phases. <laughs> okay. Who is your favorite albino with superpowers? <laughs> is it Vision or Powder? Ooh. Powder was a great movie. Powder was a great movie. Um, and Sean Patrick Flannery was amazing yes. in that. Uh, but Vision. I think Billy Corgan should go to suit for uh, <laughs> stealing his likeness. I mean, it, it's a, uh, 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 oh, bad. Okay. Oh, I had something there. Maybe, maybe, maybe some share of Brock or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, a powder may not have been a smashing pumpkin, but he was a, a sizzling one. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, today is the greatest. Uh, oh boy. So in the scene in Powder, again, last tangent, probably not. When the lightning hits him, would you have called that a flashpoint? Yes. Yes, I absolutely would call it a flashpoint. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> uh, Gotta give us a little bit of love to P-O-L. Thank you, Brian Thor, buddy. Uh, we were in P-O-L together out at Fairchild Air Force Base. And so, uh, you know, uh, Air Force, Chair Force, you know, all, all of the above. Air Force. Maybe that should be the name of uh, if Professor X does an offshoot of his own team, Chair Force. Dude, I like that. I like that. So, uh, what do you think of why can't I say his name? Gene, Genio. Uh, um... Oh, Giancarlo Esposito? Thank you. I can't say those words. Yeah. <laughs> I have I tried so many times. I, I practice I, offline. I practice. It's okay. So, it, do you? I, she would I, tell so, Edge for Okay, I practice these names. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can't say that word either. Uh, so, uh, I, I would prefer him as either Xavier or Doctor Doom. I will see him more as Doom, just by the fact that we've already had it. Okay, so again, we're gonna get back to some other things, but so casting Giancarlo Esposito makes sense for for another reason: time and age. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, none of us want to imagine a world where Professor X or uh, Captain Picard has left us. But you know, um, unfortunately, things happen. Unfortunately, unlike comics, people do have an expiration date, right. and uh, at this point. Um, uh, 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 you know, we're looking at probably, you know, a man is in his 80s mm-hmm. at this point, definitely late 70s, quite possibly in their 80s. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he at this point, it really is the age of uh, Xavier and Logan. Um, so it would be, so we do, you have to figure out what you're going to do because he is such an iconic character that, that you know, uh, you got to figure out what you're going to do. And unlike Men in Black 3, you can't just necessarily uh, cast Josh Brolin's. Um, uh, so even though Josh Rollins can do all the things, um, Giancarlo, I think would be a great one, um, because they've never established the X-Men in the 616 universe. Mm -hmm. So why not? Why not? I start off, um, start off here. There will be those folks that will be haters because he is African-American as he's uh, African-American and Latino. So there'll be some individuals that will not like, um, that push, 
because uh, he does look different than the quote unquote the source yeah. material. So I'm sure we will get some not my Professor X. Uh, right. Again, for anyone that thinks that prefers uh, 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 Jason Momoa as Aquaman, stop it with the not my whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I, I think you, I think he's got that really great gravitas in his voice. I think he could uh, look at him in the boys. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I better call Saul. I think he'd do be a great fit. Yeah, I mean, but man. I again personally, sorry, I lost my point on that. If the choice is Doom or X or Professor Xavier, I would like to see him as Doctor Doom, preferably. But I could, I would definitely not be bad if he was Professor X. Yeah, <clears throat> I I go for Professor Xavier as well. Um, some I, I remember reading somewhere that that had a fan cast as Henry Cavill as Doctor Doom. And I'm all for that. I am for that as well. Um, but I, I think with uh, the gender swapping, race swapping, stuff like that, mm-hmm. I, th- I, I think that it's easier for Xavier than it would be for Magneto. Yeah. Because Magneto is Jewish. He needs to be, yeah, he need, they need to. Right. Yeah, the concentration. Yeah, so much of that is, is part of um, that background. I mean, my guess is they will find an, a great Jewish actor to play mm-hmm. uh, Eric Lyncher. Um. Uh. Uh. And again, AKA uh, Wanda's baby, Wanda's real daddy. Yeah. Um. I think, but yeah, I think that we get that, and hopefully, fingers crossed. Um. Now this is back in the hands of the MCU. They would give mm-hmm. us a very succinct Doctor Doom mm-hmm. origin story. I want oh, the good-looking guy who's upset, who puts on the that that red hot mask, burns yeah. his face. And here I am, and Sue Storm, I'm coming for you. Like that. Yes, yes. Doctor Doom is the probably one of the greatest villains anywhere. I mean, like, man, you could they you could do so much with just Doctor Doom alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, it makes me happy that they're actually uh, that I think we're actually going to get a Doctor Doom in the MCU. Which in turn makes which makes Reed Richard the business the biggest punk. In comics, like this dude, like okay, again, this is getting a little far afield here. But Doctor Doom, again, if you don't read the comics or aren't familiar with the actual true dynamic within the Fantastic Four world, Doctor Doom makes no bones about he's after Sue Storm. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, to the point that Doctor Doom gets Sue Storm, Reed Richards' daughter, named Valeria because he's the only one that can deliver their daughter and i want you to know every day read that your daughter is named after basically my home and yeah. so i think that is again and reed just kind of goes with it like okay right you know, i'm uh, just a nerd i'm just a yeah. geek that can stretch yeah but, which again on honeymoon that had to be interesting uh, at least that, a few times <laughs> that had to be interesting uh. Uh yeah, Bob. Never mind. Well, this been the offline. I, <laughs> no, because I heard something this morning that was like, wait, what? Uh, uh, of a uh, uh I heard the most. Uh, I'm trying to think of where I heard it from, but uh, oh, it was a, it was actually a quote from an old episode of um the Big Bang Theory regarding mm-hmm. the Incredibles, which I go, that's a good point. But that's an offline conversation. Cool. Okay, all right, all right. Next up, sir. Well, let's go ahead and put a pin in our Marvel discussion with Loki and all that, and let's move on to, let's talk about the merger. Let's talk about DC now being owned by Discovery Plus, and how do you think 
that went. I mean, they canceled Batgirl. I'm guessing mm-hmm. for a tax write-off. Yep. Uh, you know, so hey, you know, the, even though it was 90% done, uh, there there was a bunch of stuff in in production. Some of it I really hope makes it. Now, do you agree with like, okay, Batgirl's a crap movie. We're let's just get rid of it, or yeah. do you think it was worth fixing? It's so hard to fix. It really is because when you get into reshoots and people have gotten all set and they get into different projects and you're trying to get things done and test audiences and you know I mean I'll, I always go back to you know um, they reshot a lot of uh, like GI Joe Retaliation and they tried to fix movies like that before it generally does not work I I'd much rather them because we keep referencing Fantastic Four films right that if you know the project isn't right and you can get a tax write off so because all these companies have to again be in the black at some level you know if you can do it as a tax write off and maybe begin again in a few years I'm more okay with that I much rather have because Batgirl is not the most prominent character so if you're gonna do the do a movie like do it right and yeah. not do it you know you know give us a good quality film or or something where it's going to be good so i'm okay with stopping bad projects i really am yeah I, yeah i mean i really hope we get black or we get uh uh well we know we're going to get black adam i mean that's got yes. the, the biggest actor in, in the world you know in, figuratively in, and literally yes right right yeah there's yeah there's no stopping that i mean they're pushing back shazam they're going to do some reshoots in shazam to make mm-hmm. it fit into their new new universe ezra miller's kind of screwing everything up for him with the flash ezra goodness yes. and just Man, all they need to do, he goes into the speed force, he comes at back out Wally West. Yes. yes. You know, nobody's yeah. gonna complain. Yes. Everybody wants Wally yes. West. Yes. You know? K- KP Appa, the, the yeah. guy from River Riverdale. Dude, yes. you got the red hair. Be- come be Wally West. Come be Wally West. You know, and, and someone needs to tell Ezra Miller, you can't ruin both a Harry Potter franchise <laughs> and <laughs> and a Justice League franchise. Stop yeah. it. You've right. done enough damage, right? And, and, and Warner Brothers is just in that spot. Like, well, how much? How many millions of dollars do we have sunk into this movie? It's yes, have to come out. You know, well, it's I mean, such like... a seminal thing of so many of their projects. You know, again, uh, uh, DC has tried to kind of follow the Marvel. Yeah, and, and again, this shows that just because it's just because someone can do it doesn't mean everyone can do it. Right, and you know, with the Russo brothers, so many of the great directors, and just the amount of time and Kevin Feige and that whole team. Uh, of really doing again, a lot of thoughtful planning, keeping again the phases, mm-hmm. which we kind of say, kind of tell oh, phase five, phase six, but they really think very purposely about when movies and when characters come out, and we yeah. and and really work that with our appetites, like oh, when's Kingpin gonna show? When's Doctor Doom gonna yeah. show? All these things versus Warner Brothers kind of keeps throwing stuff out uh, out there. DC keeps throwing stuff out there, and most of the time it's not sticking. Mm-hmm. Um, and the things that have been really more apart from that world, like the Joker movie, like mm-hmm. Sandman uh, series, have actually done better than really thing they really tried to lean in. Uh, Wonder Woman eighty four uh, was just so again, many bad choices. So many bad choices. The only <clears> good <throat> choice in there was Linda Carter at the end. Like that's yeah. the only good thing they did. Um, yeah. 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 Man, I. And there's some things that I think that you can do. I mean, I think that um, you can have Black Adam show up in Shazam or have Shazam show up in Black Adam. Yes. And, ha- and have 
Black Adam kind of take Shazam under his wing and yes. ease him out from the anti-hero, you know, and, and do that. And then you're going to get your Black Adam. You're going to get your Shazam together. Right. Uh, I mean, you can't go too far without The Rock, Black Adam, meeting Henry Cavill's right. Superman. I mean, right. you, you can't. It, 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 or or but, a Superman in some way. But I think at this point, so if I'm, and I'm going to put myself as the head of of a production of, of of DC and I think mm-hmm. what 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 they have I think this was the goal the thing that was the original plan with the Ben Affleck Batman was to make that character the Samuel the but we have not done this in a little bit Samuel Jackson uh uh but the L stands <laughs> right you know so we so they really want to use the Affleck Batman as the Nick Fury kind of linchpin that everything kind of revolves around that didn't work out mm-hmm. uh and I, again Robert Pattinson I got to give you credit not mm-hmm. that bad, uh, um, but I. But the more I've been thinking about this, they can do this with another character they they really haven't done a whole lot with yet. Which is why not have the central character instead of being like Nick Fury and that's the end the movies and interacting kind of like what they did with what if with the MCU and the Observer. Mm-hmm. Why not use that as why not use the Spectre as that type of character? You That'd know, be awesome. that'd be he, awesome. you know. He observes, he moves from world to world, reality to reality, space to space, time to time, and and almost like, you know, because they've already really, you know, hedged their bets that mm-hmm. we got to see the big payoff with Darkseid, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, he maybe is moving the piece around the chessboard of preparing them for the invasion uh, with Dark Side, so you know maybe you have them focus on you know there's you know the heroes can be found in other places and that brings in the Green Lantern Corps. Heroes can yeah. be found at other times that brings in the JSA. You know all these things. You know uh, I think that would be and they're not so far along they can that they're unable to do that. You know I mean they could totally do that. They could you know they have not introduced. Uh, how Jordan Lee's in this universe mm-hmm. yet? So you know you can go ahead and do the how, which if you're gonna do the spec, that's the only version you should do, right? Uh, and they could do a real quick since you got to talk about Ezra Miller and all that stuff. You know, even maybe do some revamping with the Flash, like said with Wally mm-hmm. West, like oh, where's my friend Hal? You know, or mm-hmm. just even if they got to rewrite Hal Jordan, that's one character. Give us John Stewart. Do not give us Guy Gardner. Yeah, uh, I mean, or Kyle Rayner. I mean, you know, Kyle Rayner. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for who I was talking to. Yes, give us, <laughs> give us Kyle Rayner. Yes, fine. Uh, you know, you, you know, uh, I agree. And all they have to do is Crisis on Infinite Earths. I mean, yes. like, w- let it build a Crisis on Infinite Earths. I mean, yes. you tell all the stories. I, I'll tell you what. I'll be okay if they give us Kyle Rayner before they give us John Stewart on one condition. They somehow resurrect Bob Ross and have him play Kyle Rayner. So there's a chance. <laughs> Could you imagine just the time he was spending in the air? And we're going to do a little, some trees. And you know what? Leaves always make me happy. While the villain's like, while, while Captain Cole is like. What? While Sinestro is like, you know I'm killing people, right? Right. right. And, and here's here's Kyle with this ring and painting in the air. Yes. after other con- Yeah, well, I okay. Love it. And it. his magic pouch that has again why we don't go other through other people's drawers. Uh his pouch just like one moment. And it's a good thing. Yeah. And then you have to have to have the D O double G just walking around like, 
man, I just think then that gives us room to draw Snoopy. I'm sorry. Now, again, that's why DC, do not let Brian Dennis take you down too far of a path. But in all seriousness, uh, just, just we, 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 we honestly think about how long this DC universe, mm-hmm. the DC cinematic universe has been mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Think about, we've only gotten really a handful of movies. Yeah. I mean, we've gotten, you know, we've gotten Batman versus Superman, Batman 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the Justice League movie, or Dawn of Justice. Mm-hmm. One good Wonder One movie, one whatever '84 was, Shazam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really it, right? Am I missing anything? Aquaman. Oh, an Aquaman. So yeah. you really in that you have Shazam, Aquaman, and the first Wonder Woman, which were good movies. Mm-hmm. Different levels and di- but well, you got Man of Steel as well. Man of Steel was a good movie. <laughs> it was all right. You know I mean, how I feel about the star I of know, that. Yes, I know, yes. I know. And Superman is just a difficult character. Well, he should not be in the... I mean, you should build, and again, this is mm-hmm. two fans, you know, rewriting things, and, and you know uh, what you want, you want to get people in the seats, and Superman mm-hmm. does move the needle, people going in there, but I've always felt Superman should be that character that you build or introducing further along yeah. you know like you could have clark mm-hmm. i think you could have clark kent in 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 the movies you could have that you could have him as a reporter covering stories yeah. you could have like oh wow there's a bomb what are we going to do and all of a sudden the bomb's gone and thrown into the air and it explodes you know you could have him really on the periphery because that's what i feel like clark kent would do like yeah. You know, Superman himself is really a really big target. So mm-hmm. we only get full on Superman when there's no other way. But Clark has the ability to, again, he's a reporter, he's mild mannered, to really be like out of the attention. So he would do things, you know, very subtly until finally there really is the invasion by Apocalypse. And mm-hmm. you've got Dark Side and the Parademons. And now we need that, you know, that truly that last son of Krypton. To show up, and then you you just like they built to Chris Evans saying the line mm-hmm. in Endgame, right? They hinted about it, and they're all the Avengers, uh, and then you know they cut the scene and all these things that finally, you know, they gave. Think about how long they made us wait to see, and will we see Cap pick up Mjolnir? And you know they gave us the hints, like yeah. you know in 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 Ultron, like he he wiggled it on the table. You know, we saw the same doing Thor going, I knew it. And then finally, when they all go there, and you, and we, I don't know what you, the first weekend it was out, I saw it twice in the same day, mm-hmm. when he finally yells, you know, Avengers, and Evans just that grunt with the shield shattered, but he's got the hammer assemble and i mean people in the theaters went nuts right because we had we had waited literally a decade for mm-hmm. him for that that one seminal line that's what we need think about it if they redid this and it was slow and we get three or four years and seven or eight movies out of this and then finally could you imagine all is lost and what you see is this flowing cape casting a shadow and someone goes up in the sky and that's it's a it. It's a and bird. you see, and you literally see him dropping into yeah. the shot, blocking out the sun. They do the up close of the symbol, and there's Superman. Yeah, I, I would. That, I love that. That's that Superman, a right? Yeah. Well, 
I mean, I don't. I don't think I have that much faith in, in there. Uh, I, but again, like Superman should not be part of the Justice League. No, Superman and Batman have their own thing. Yes, they're, I mean they're only in there for for name recognition, and yes. that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to about the Justice Society mm-hmm. and Black Adam. I mean, do you, I mean Doc being ran pretty much by Doctor Fate. I mean that's yep. pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. you know. I mean, we got Hawkman. Yeah. That Hawkman looks. That looks baller, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, those two, you, you only hit that bat signal, you know, when you, it's that, it's that last, that's DEFCON one, right? Mm -hmm. We only hit that bat signal. We got to do it. And that's again, when you build it to, you know, and again, you could do, again, a step down as much as I love me some Batman. The reality, Batman would be that character you would bring like, okay, now we've got the big gun. And then just imagine, I hate to say Batman failing, Mm -hmm. but even at this point, like even now Batman's out of ideas, what is left? That's when you bring in Superman. Right. That's when you bring in Superman. I I love that. I think that's definitely what they should do. So DC, if you're listening. And we know (laughs) you are. Now, Brian, who do you think should helm the DC, who should be DC's Kevin Fate? Fate, oh my, I can't talk today, Brad. No it's talk, okay. good. Brad, no <laughs> talk, good. Uh, yeah, um, I think it's Faggy. Um, okay, you're not gonna, st- okay, so I would honestly, if I could, I will put it in the hands of James Gunn as much as possible. I concur. I, I mean, come on now. Uh, I, lo- I liked, I liked, um, Peacemaker more than I like the. Suicide Squad, but I still like the Suicide Squad. Um, I've I've really enjoyed. I actually, for entertainment value, actually think that the Guardians movies are more. They're more fun than the Avengers. They're different styles. They're rewatchable. It, yeah, they're absolutely rewatchable. Um, they're not three hours long. They don't have to be. By the way, the Groot uh, shorts dropped today. So if you're looking for something cool to watch just with some younger kiddos, the Groot short, the, the I Am Groot shorts dropped on Disney+. Plus. Oh, nice. Uh, I got to check those out. So I think it's six of them currently. Um, so, but yeah, I would I would turn it over to someone like James Gunn. He's going to immerse himself into the source material. He's going to have a baller soundtrack. He knows how to do movies where you have multiple stars he knows how to how to have a scene where one person leaves and others fall back you know and you know there's definitely those parts in the gardens movie where we see it really being star lord but then gamora gets her time Drax gets his time Groot gets his time you know we saw that with with um even the suicide squad we saw some some turns of that between flag and peacemaker so i would if he's interested and again that's a lot to manage with someone like him uh or you know i'm sure he is deeply entrenched in dc in in dc in disney plus and mcu mm-hmm. but you could get john favreau you know like you know at this point you we know you're all you're all mandalorian all the time yeah but could, could we steal you to least write maybe not direct but write a couple of our films for us yeah. uh, to do a couple screenplays. We will really appreciate it. Um, and I don't think that, I don't think the two studios have no compete clock. They, they, it's not often, but again, you do see a few folks jumping around like James Gunn that do things for one franchise for things for in, in both uh, studios. So if it's possible to kind of do a little bit for either one, again, James Gunn or John Favreau would be where I would aim. 
Nice. So do you think that uh, Discovery Plus should sell off DC to like Amazon or Apple or somewhere like that? Or do you think they, they should keep it? Uh, I mean, man, that guy, Zaslo, he said some pretty crappy things. Yeah, I would totally. I oh, mean, buddy. Give, give, given the mega, given the mega corporate, they actually have the dollars for it. Mm-hmm. I would give it over to Amazon. I think Bezos and his crew, they they don't make movies, but they bring in people that can make good products. Right. Um, and there's just again, Amazon isn't as is is really and as much. I mean, I'm looking over my Alexa right now. Uh, Amazon is in a lot of people's. I mean, mm-hmm. you get this great marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could push things out. I think yeah. if you did some type of thing uh, with Amazon, I mean, and also, I mean, I know we've had things on, you know, HBO, uh, HBO Max and things, but if you could get things moved over I, I to like platforms like Prime. Um, I think that also just helps really entrench that. And, but they've got to, and I know I'm kind of uh, meandering on my, my thing. Mm-hmm. They have to come with a vision of what, the DC Cinematic Universe and all those things are going to be. Um, you are not going to, I've said this before, you are not going to win Halloween with the DCU. You're not. Uh, mm-hmm. Because Mar- Marvel owns Halloween. Okay, Marvel owns kids' costumes and everybody wants to be Iron Man. Everybody wants to be Black Panther. R.I.P. to both characters. R.I.P. to Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, people want to be dot kids. Again, these, and these are not even their strongest characters. People, kids want to dress up like Doctor Strange and Wong and America Chavez and do all of these things. I can't wait to see all the little <laughs> kids run around as Miss Marvel here in a few months. Yeah. You know, I think they know how to do that. So make your shows for us, for, you know, guys that are north of 30, uh, that hopefully have a little disposable income. Uh, make it for teenagers, not for little kids. You don't, and by the way, that does not mean you got to blow everything up and everything got in the four left. Batman does not have to be the Punisher. Right. And Michael Bay, you do not have to take, you do not have to make all the movies. Yeah. You know, and this, you know, we, again, you know, I should not look at Batman and say, oh, yeah, this is Transformers 12. Yeah, we don't need that. OK, so but I think if you made things for teenagers um, and up, I think if you, you know, just go like this is heroes don't always win in the DCU and all these sorts of things, I think. That is where you win that because you've already got the name recognition with those three characters in Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. You've got the Justice League, which most of us, honestly, our age, we grew up with the Justice League on television. That was way more prominent than, mm-hmm. than I mean, just think about it. Super Friends, a thing like that, that was a good cartoon show. The Avengers cartoon shows have always been pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, honestly, and I've said this before, it, DCU does really good animated products. Yeah. Marvel does not. I mean, for the most part, Marvel animation, animated stuff is not nearly as good as as Disney. I mean, as uh, DC. So mm-hmm. you know, do that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's what you got to do, and then do whatever distribution deals you need to to get it in front of people. But they got to figure out what the movies and what any offshoot television shows are going um, to be. All right, so we are rounding up here. But one last question for you, sir. What character do you think should come into the DC 
the DCU. Like mm-hmm. after we got, we got Black Adam, and I think I kind of know where you're going to go here, buddy. But what do you think? Hmm. Let me think about that for a little bit. Which character would I like to see brought in into the DC universe that they've not kind of really got going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you already know I'm, I feel Mr. Terrific, and you know, we've got that with you gotta have that some of that with JSA. Um, you know what? I think we already, I, the more I think about it, I, I think what they're what they should honestly do is just as much as they build to you know, hopefully a Superman, could you imagine again? Um, here I'm gonna, I'm gonna prevenge a big movie where it is. Dark side versus the heroes of the DCU. And let's say this is probably going to their phase three or whatever, because they do a right, it should build to this. And, you know, uh, Dark Side goes, you know, whoever, again, that, I mean, not Dark Side, uh, yeah, Dark Side. Uh, Dark Side is going, you know, I've laid, I've laid to Asher cities. You know, I've destroyed your heroes, your icons, your gods. What is left? And could you imagine around his feet, the dirt begins to swirl and the black dirt becomes lighter colored. And you realize maybe it's not dirt, but maybe it's sand. And out of this very almost, again, you get some cure music. And then what, what is more powerful than a god? Dreams. Think about how baller that would be. That would be awesome. Our boy Morpheus there, or even they did it right. And again, this goes back to something we talked about. Mm-hmm. Instead of being Morpheus, because this plays what I was telling you we were off off recording, if we get Daniel, that is, you know, because again, there's some connection there when we talk about his parentage, which I promise you folks, that will be a future show. Yeah. Um, but if you had Daniel of the Endless, really be there because what if you know and and that is how you really that's your you know you really try for the moment where you got oh wow that is where those things came from and you don't touch it up until that point you mm-hmm. let you let daniel and dream and the endless live on netflix and that world uh but but again you have little spoilers here and there with not so little hints here and there and you pull the trigger in the movie you pull the trigger in the movie I love it. I would absolutely love to see. I'm going to surprise you here. Miracle Man. I think we'll get that. I think we will totally get that. I, I if you're gonna too. if you're gonna give us Dark Side, you got to give us uh, Miracle Man. You got to give us um, Ryan. Yeah, you got to give us Big Barda. Yep. By the way, R.I.P. But could you imagine had she not again? R.I.P. <laughs> to Joni Lower. Could you imagine China with a yeah. Y as Big Barda? Oh, that'd been awesome. And we know she's not real popular now, but you know, since Gina Carano is no longer going to be part of the Mandalorian, you know, you know maybe maybe there's a place to kind of rehab her as Big Barda. I I mean, I'd buy that. I like that casting. I, I really yeah. do. All right, Brian, let's go ahead and start wrapping things up. We yes, had sir. some great conversations. Let's give some special thanks to one Stacy Jones for leveling up her awesome. And if you want to level up your awesome, you can also go to Amazon and buy my children's book, Leveling Up My Awesome. Shameless plug. Yep. 
right. And uh, uh, so, Brian, where can we get a hold of you, Greatness? All right, sir. Before we get to that, I want to give a shout out to, again, uh, our fan, Odin, uh, uh, who asked us to talk a little bit about Loki. Odin, hopefully we did justice. And for anyone that likes how me and Brad go on our tangents, want to hear just discuss something. We love, love, love getting requests from our fans, from our listeners. So, Odin, thank you very, very much uh, for listening. And again, leveling up your awesome, helping us level up our awesome uh but yo you can find me you can find me on facebook at uh brian stephen dennis uh again give me a like give me a follow uh all the stuff that i kind of go on my tandems here i'm gonna do that plus i usually give you at least one good winning the poo meme a week so <laughs> hop on that uh you know i will probably be the earliest post of your day because i normally start posting around one in the morning because your boy is up all right so yes sir so please 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 find me on facebook give me a friend uh Give me a like, give me a follow, and we'll go from there, folks. We'll always keep it fun and light. Perfect. All right. So you can tweet at me at Fandemic3. Message me on Facebook at The Fandemic. Now active on TikTok at Fandemic1. You can hear my reviews and so much more. And I've been lacking in that department lately. I did get a whole bunch of comics that I, I plan on doing. I got um, uh, Batman or uh, um, Flashpoint Beyond, or Beyond Flashpoint. Number four or six just popped out, just came out. Um, I got some, I got some new stuff, a new, have you ever heard of, uh, so I got, uh, uh, death rage. I've not heard of death. Wait, that, yeah. I got that, that lettering was real familiar, but I'm not familiar. I don't think so. it's from Merc Comics, So I'm, I'm super looking forward to, uh, Merc, I, I is it like mercenary. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Never heard of that at all, but I, I'm definitely I, I look, can't wait to get into it, read it, and and check it out, and uh, do do a review on it. And then there is a mini series of DC versus Vampires All Out War, and it's got cool Deathstroke, uh, Dead Man, Bane. If you got you got Mary uh, Mary Marvel, and yes. you also got Azrael hanging out there, John. Oh, and look at that Booster Gold looks freaking awesome. So. Um, and then I do like I, I, I I've been lacking on comics lately, so I want I'm gonna get into it tomorrow. Uh, other than that, if you want to support the show, there are several ways to do so. You can buy us a coffee at buy buymeacoffee.com slash the pandemic and come on the show and hang out with us. We're good people. Go to anchor.fm pvot or slash pvotn and become a subscriber. Go to PayPal or Venmo if you just want to flip me a couple of bucks and I'll put it back into everything here that you see. Or you know what? Just share the show that someone you want to make a little more awesome. Don't forget to leave a five-star review. And also, don't forget to go buy my book, Leveling Level Up my awesome it's a fun journey it's just about staying positive and becoming positive and having all that fun stuff it's only 26 pages long it's good it's good clean fun and there might be a misspelled word in there as well and if you can find the misspelled word you win nothing but you will have the honor of saying you found the misspelled word Oh, my wife found the misspelled word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she. Uh, uh, it, I, I got it fixed. So, uh, but uh, yeah. So, who knows? I'm not the world's greatest speller, but Brian. Yes, sir. 
I think we are at max levels of awesome. We have peaked, sir. So let's end the week like we do on a positive note. What do you got? What are your words of wisdom? Well, as always, I want to thank each and every one of you for coming and leveling up your awesome with myself and my partner, my patent team partner, Mr. Bradley. He brings the love. I bring the thunder. And as always, remember, no retreat, no surrender, and goonies never say die. We're all playing the same game in life, just on a different level. Thanks for catching up. You're welcome for leveling up your awesomeness. Live free or die empty. Get your earphones in, everybody, and everybody hear us out. We are Rob Uten and Brian Dennis, and this is P-V-O-T-N. We've got my dad leveling up your awesomeness, dropping knowledge of TV, movies, and comics. We've got Brian Dennis flexing his nerd muscles. How you level up your awesomeness? He will solve the puzzle. Just when you thought you've heard it all, a new episode will come along. Won't you like, subscribe, and rate our show? One last thing. Leave a five-star review before you go. Oh, yeah.